First time ever getting food poisoning in my life. Like, when I tell you that crap was bad, like, I couldn't stay away from the toilet. Stomach was doing a nay day? It was doing all types of TikTok dances. <laughs> that sounded like uh, shoes in the dryer. <laughs> yeah, for real, dog. Um, I'm not going to name the place, but uh, yeah, I had a burger. And uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't sit well, man. Shoot. It usually takes. It, I'm still like I feel a lot better now, but like all day yesterday, I was still struggling. Um, but thankfully, man, I, f- I feel better. But yeah, Sunday after the dub, we did get the dub. So shout out to the goods. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, goods, we here three and yeah. one should be four and zero. Oh. Had our jerseys <laughs> for the first yeah. for the first time, man. So. Um, 
you know, it was it was cool, man, because my dad, he always comes to the games when he can. And, you know, after the game, he tells us how proud he is and how he enjoys watching us. Yeah. And, um, you know, because, I mean, just to put it in perspective, not to, you know, brag or anything, but in this league, the last, so we played, this is our third season playing in it. Um, actually, it's your fourth is my third. Yeah. And I think... I think I missed the first two or three games, year one. Yep, and there's eight, usually eight regular season games. If you make it to the championship, that's 11 games, right? So we made it to the championship uh, for three three straight seasons, and, uh, you know, we'll be there, and, and, you know, this, this season, obviously. Um, and we've lost, I think, a grand total of four games. So uh, and a couple of those I wasn't there. He wasn't there, or there was just some anomaly that happened um, that just wasn't you know wasn't normal. So the the reality is you know my dad he he's watched us play our whole life and um, he even said it like you know after we graduated college and you know our college career was over he was kind of sad like man I don't get to watch you guys these guys play. Um, and I feel like he's he's part of the winning culture, man. He's he's always there, you know, uh, holding me accountable, making sure I'm not wilding out, you know, <laughs> cheering the team on, and um, just being just being a good good dad, man. So I don't think we'd be uh, or have the success we've had without Clock him. In. Um, <clears throat> Clock but anyways, he he texted us Sunday, um, and it just kind of hit me. I'm like, man, like you know, this team is named after our basketball training company, our logos on the jerseys and the shorts. So, you know, it's bigger than basketball for us, man. Like, yeah, we love to win. We want to have fun. But now we're representing, like, our family, our brand. And um, we had our best game of the season on on Sunday. And I think, uh, you know, it's only going to get better. So shout-out to, to the goods, man. Shout-out to all, all my all our teammates. Yeah, um, don't, don't name them. Don't name them. Don't yeah, try to yeah, name them. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that this time. I, <laughs> I messed up last time, uh, so y'all know who you are. Yeah, don't, don't um, do that. And yeah, man, let's keep it going. So, no doubt. No doubt. What so, episode is this? Sixty-five, man. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Co-host Austin Hamilton here, aka Amen. Co-host here, Marshall Hamilton, aka Cedarico. As I mentioned before, we got got our guy Russell in here. Hey, I'm Russell. What's good, You straight? Got the yes, sir. Chicago yeah, you got that. crew neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like last dances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's big time. Yeah, I like that. It's appropriate. Michelin he, S, the the new uh new new owner, shouts to Jay Z. Yes, sir. And uh there's a couple other Me? Me. Somebody I can't else. wait to see like what they do like content wise, you know. Like they're gonna do some a lot of like hip hop collabs, I feel like that'll be super dope. Yeah, kind of nah, like what, what we've seen with like you guys know Ronnie Fight is. Yeah, yeah. What he been doing with like the Knicks and yeah, what if he Cameron and them? What if they brought back like the old labels? Like yeah, the and stuff yeah, like that, man. yeah. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be dope, man. I'm excited to see that. Nico's in the building, man. As I mentioned before. Yeah. What kind of Nikes you got on today, man? I don't know. Some little trainers. Daybreak, I think, is what they call. 
I don't do that. You're bro. different, man. Like, yo, those are cool. They cheat. Man. Yeah, Nico got all the exclusive Nike. Yeah, you're different, that. man. Yeah, you're different. That always look good, man. Like, you're not going to see them Johnson stores or... I mean, a lot of times online, I'm like, yo, where where'd you get those? On oh, the Nike app. On the app, man. He got, he got a different app. I'm about to be sponsored, bro. Don't worry. Shoot. Just wait on it. We all about to be. Yeah, yeah. Throw that sponsorship over here, man. Just wait on it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let, let's start off um, with the good highlight of this past weekend. Um, for those who don't know, um, I had my, my first son, A. Cedric Hamilton, who uh, is four months today. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Four months today. Um, had his checkup. He's all good. His chest is taking all over the no, but he, he, he's trying. He's trying me. Set it into a 2.0. Nah, he's a good baby, man. He be chilling. Um, yeah, but really yeah, I had my first son in October. Austin had his second son in December. And uh, just due to the timing of Caius's birth and our family being hit with COVID, um, we couldn't really introduce them in, in January um, mm-hmm. just to be safe. Um, I met Caius at our second game uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which was which was cool. Um, but you know his uh, or my son hadn't met him yet, his cousin. So we set it up this Saturday uh, for them to meet, and uh, yeah, it was dope, man. Like it's just crazy. Um, <laughs> for those of you who follow Austin and I on our personal accounts in sports, mainly basketball, football. Um, NFL, NBA, they have this whole jersey swap <laughs> phenomenon where, like, the best players on opposite teams will swap jerseys at the end of the game. They'll take a pick. Um, we did a, we did a baby swap on, <laughs> on Saturday where I'm holding Caius, he's holding Ace. And, um, I mean, they're young men, so they, they were just confused. Like, Yeah, they didn't know what was going on. They're just staring at each other like, yo, I've never seen a species that is, you know, kind of similar, kind of like me. Yeah. And they looked at us like, you're not my dad, but y'all kind of look like. Yeah, that's the like that's the funny part. It's like when I would when I was holding Ace, it's like he was comfortable because he I guess he thought I was you, but then it get to it gets to a point where he's like, wait, hold on, you you ain't some the head is different. The head is different. The head is different. It's a lot. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into that. You're not gonna get into that. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have it this time. <laughs> um, yeah, same with Kai. He, yeah, he was chilling. Sure. I mean, both of our boys are pretty chill, but he he definitely gave me some looks. Like like he was like squinting. Like who Kai? Yeah, like that's probably just a natural look for real. For real, he got them them beady eyes. Yeah, I me. Mean, you know, he has some. He's working on that light skin pose. <laughs> right, that's probably what it is. How you feel about having a light skin kid? <laughs> From a, it, from a competitive it, standpoint. From a competitive standpoint. <laughs> um, <laughs> who do you want him to who do you, who do you want him to compete compete like? At like what light skin would I want to <laughs> yeah. After after this All Star Week and definitely Steph. But my but you know uh, Kaius is more likely to be like Steph because you know you're more happy go lucky. Yeah yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who, Ace is probably gonna be like Ace Devin Booker. Matt Barnes. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah he Matt probably Barnes. yeah Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes. Jawan Howard at this point. Jawan. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Jawan. Uh, Yo, that's funny. <laughs> I had to think on that one. Man. Yeah, I mean Matt Barnes is probably he's probably the hardest light skin to ever do it. Yeah. Probably. 
I mean, my man, from a mentality. What, what Kanye say? Uh, drove drove 150 miles to uh, to fight like Matt Barnes or something like to that. To fight to, to fight Derek Fisher. <laughs> yeah. The fact that Derek. <laughs> the fact that it was Derek yeah. Fisher first. First of all, Derek Fisher was like he definitely went in a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> The buff, like, ball-headed dude, yeah, like, yeah. super nice. Right, right. He's probably, like, if, if Derek was in who, he would have been in construction or something. Yeah, like, he's, like, like, Megan Good's uh, husband, Deron <laughs> Franklin, who, they're not together anymore, which is interesting. But anyways, he'd be, like... There's some funny memes about her. Yeah, he'd be, like, Devon Franklin. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just cool, man, just the, the legacy, meeting meeting one another. and Yeah. You know, who knows, man? They may be freaking on the pod like 20, 30 years from now. <laughs> That'd um, be crazy. That'd be a trap. Have their own podcast or, you know, up here. They're definitely playing right ball there. together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Aces, he's locked in on. Every time basketball, football's on, like, he's, he's glued to it. Um, you know, we sent mom some pics and she was she was emotional and stuff <laughs> like that. So um, Yeah, it was, it was cool, man, for sure. <clears throat> I know we are technically a week late. Um, we took last week off, but Super Bowl, man, um, real quick. I mean, how did you feel about – I'll say this. Based on what we talked about um, in the previous episode as far as like, expectations versus what happened, like how do you feel about um, your prediction and then what, what ended up happening? I mean, I think I was right. Yeah. From what I remember. You said you, um, you're clocked in on Joe, but you were clocked yeah. in on the Rams winning. Basically. Yeah. Shout out to the Rams. Um, yeah, it was a great game, first and foremost. Uh, but like I said before, like, that defensive line is just, with Aaron Donald, dog, like, he, he's, a, you know, he, he's the best defensive player I've seen. Um, you know, in my lifetime. Yeah, for sure. And it came down to those two plays, and who was it that made those plays? Aaron Donald. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know if I said this on the pod, but difference between, obviously I'm a Tennessee Titan fan, and this is where the hater portion comes in <laughs> on our list, but the Rams didn't have Tannehill, right? I'm not knocking Tannehill, but I didn't think Stafford was going to throw three interceptions, right? He think he did one. Um, but when you have a defense like that, and if you can, you know, protect the ball and score some points, you're going to win the game, man. Yeah. Um, no, I don't care if it's freaking Brady. You get sacked a certain amount of times, a certain amount of pressures, it's going to be hard for you to, to win a game, especially if the opposing offense is scoring. Right. Um and I, what I also should have mentioned, uh, Cooper Cup, he, he's he's just great. He's so good. And he's tough. Tough as nails. He got smacked. Yeah. He got smacked, nah, he did. bro. He did. I mean, not just OBJ, we kind of, you know, were killing early in the season. He was with the Browns. He was going to have a monster game. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, prayers for him. That's... To tear ACL in a championship game, that's tough, man. But they came out on top, so that that helps a bit. Um, but, yeah, something just told me the Rams, I mean, they had all the pieces. Uh, I like McVay. I think he's a good coach. Um, but Burrow will be back. 
he'll be bad, man. He's he's got he's got a, he's got the leadership capabilities. Obviously, the talent. Now they just gotta freaking protect him. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Well, and then the halftime show. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll let you get it, oh but goodness. the halftime show yeah, is crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll, I'll get in my I'll get into my take real quick, but yeah, we got we got to talk about the halftime yeah. show. Um. So, in championship games, man, I'm not really like a big fan of the concept of this team is supposed to win because at that point, like anything can happen. I've seen. <clears throat> I've seen too many things happen in sports in championship games. Single elimination, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, exactly. Single yeah, elimination. A series a series like an NBA or what NHL, MLB, typically the better team's gonna win. It should, yeah, yeah, for sure. But in, in a winner take all, mm-hmm. yeah. Um all all that to say, even though the Bengals had like a good lead, I never felt like they were gonna win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I just never. I just didn't get that. It just wasn't vibe that right. they were gonna like pull away, and um, I give credit to them because I mean they came out um, with with no fear, like they didn't they didn't come out nervous. Um, I think the Rams scored the first possession, or they were the first to score. The mm-hmm. Bengals came back, kicked the field goal, and they just kind of like yeah, like clawed their away. way in, like and, and, and what they've been doing all playoffs. Yeah, and, and the thing I like about the Bengals is you have to beat them. Like they weren't going to beat themselves. Mm-hmm. The Rams had to had to make plays to beat them, and and I think if if Aaron Donald doesn't do what he does, that game is going into overtime. Like they yeah, were I at the fifty so. yard line. Dolph, I don't know if I don't know if you guys saw, um, like what was happening, aside from Donald putting the pressure on him. Uh, whoever the DB was, like fell. Jamar Chase was wide open. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. I, I think I saw that on like... Like, he was legit. Like, like it was going to be a touchdown. And they were going to go up instead of fortunate. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. Why? Go back and look at that, John. Like... Jalen, it was... Um, it was Jaylen Jamar Ramsey. Chase. And it was was it Ramsey? Ramsey? Yep. It was Ramsey? Mm-hmm. He was... Because he was getting... Uh, well, that he wasn't getting. He got that that uh, that, that touchdown should yeah, have been touchdown. Was, that, that was blatant offensive. The one that he did get cooked. He got cooked a couple times. Got cooked a couple times. That, that was one was a blatant pass. Yeah, that shouldn't. So that's why it's like the you football guys. They should be able to review that, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean it's like, that was in the Super Bowl, but that could have cost him the game. The referee, I mean, he just wasn't fast enough to be in position. Cause I also he, think he flopped a little bit. I don't know, dog. And if he didn't flop, he wouldn't have fell, and he might have still been in position. Yeah. So he, again, he you know he definitely pulled his face yeah. mask. But if you don't flop and try to sell it, you know, yeah, maybe you're still in position. Jalen Ramsey is not the type of dude to flop. <laughs> and then he, yeah, he's too yeah, tough I for think, that. I think he, I think he was legit. Um, he don't, he don't flop. I think he was legit, man. That's my guy too, you know, Jacksonville ties. <laughs> who thought it was a good idea to trade our whole defense away that got us an AFC championship. But that's a whole Y'all were nice though. That. That's, a whole, that's a whole nother story. Uh, but yeah, just just to like be be quick. It was a great game, man. I mean, that's all you could ask for. It was a great game. Yeah. Um it was it had the right balance of offense and defense to where it wasn't like a shootout where it's like, all right, no, there's no defense being played, but there was enough offense mm-hmm. where it wasn't boring. Yeah. Um, but then the halftime show, I'll be honest, man. Um, I thought I was from, <laughs> I thought I was from South Central for for about thirty minutes. Um, I may have done up some signs that 
that conflicted each other. I think I threw up the Bloods and the Crips on, on opposite. <laughs> we already know what you, you already know what I'm rocking with. I'm rocking with Nippin now. So. Rocking with Nippin no more. You know I'm with yeah, the so. gaming now. So, but they in trouble then. Shout out to Nip. He 100 percent hood neighborhood Nip. Shout out to Nip. Now legendary, uh, legendary halftime. Both show. both Nips, both Nips. Yeah, uh, it's funny, man. I wanted to, cause you know how we are when we're all together, right? Especially when like, like when Snoop come on, yeah, like we we we, we be wilding. <laughs> I wanted to, but I was at uh, shout out to Bennett here. I was at their crib. I think I had the baby too, so like I couldn't. Like, yeah, I was about to start. Tainted. I was about to start sea walking and everything. Right. I was feeding Ace. I was literally feeding. Yeah, ace. I was about to start sea walking. I couldn't even. Um, can't get in my bag like one. Yeah, I was about to start sea walking, but nah, I, that was. Uh, I would say. I'm not, I'm not a Beyonce, you know, fan like that, because um, you know that Beehive is, like, it's like nothing other. She's a, yeah. She's so, a, I'm on Twitter, form. right, and everybody like, oh, second to Beyonce, and I'm like, eh, not really. I don't, I don't know. No. The Prince one, I mean, it, it just started freaking. It started raining when he was playing Purple Rain. Like, that's different. Uh, is that Prince right there? Oh, Prince. <laughs> Prince passed away, R.P. Prince. Um, but yeah, that that was to me. But that was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, for sure. Kendrick came Kendrick out. Kendrick M did his thing. Fifty Cent upside down. Fifty, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was and People that's the thing. Him, it he, he, he not he not in the shape he used to be. You know when when it first came out. But yeah, I wasn't expecting Fifty to come out. Uh, um, I feel like Mary J was kind of like that's the only thing that I that's the only performance where is, where, is Mary, Mary J from New York right it's from Yonkers yeah that's the only one where I'm like I don't know if it fit as well but I see why and it wasn't like bad it wasn't like she messed up anything it might have been song selection just cause she was on Aftermath for all the artists who yeah. were Aftermath yeah, yeah. true yeah but it, that's the other thing I was gonna say it wasn't just like the, the songs that they performed like the the visuals, the yeah. the props, choreography, like, everything, cool. bro. Did like y'all the download floor. the app? There was like a halftime app. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, nah, that cool. jump was crazy. Did you download it? Mm-hmm. You know the camera I had with like the 360 mm-hmm. visual. It was that. Oh wow! So it had you like on stage and you could wow. move the camera around and like. That's like super so dope. Cool. Was, yeah. Some like metaverse type stuff. That's what everybody say, but okay. That's what it seemed like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's a buzzword. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> But nah, it was dope. Like that was a whole nother experience. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, commercials. I wasn't. I wasn't locked in. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I'm on dad duty. Like Uber Eats had a good one. Yeah, when they was that. eating. I honestly don't remember anyone. When they anyone. they were advertising them delivering groceries and you they know what I'm saying. Anything. Yeah, they deliver anything. We eat it. It's Uber Eats. They were eating paper towels. And, I thought that was funny. Yeah, it was. Um, I thought the crypto drink was like clever. Yeah, the one with LeBron. Did you? The LeBron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Yeah, that was cold. I I got goosebumps with that one. There's some funny memes, too. (laughs) Uh, I probably shouldn't say any, but. You know, Westbrook wasn't one of them. Nah, yeah, it was like, like, yeah, don't. Don't, uh. (laughs) Don't. Don't uh, vouch for Westbrook or something like that. But there was a one that that involved like Delonte West and his oh no, there was some no, there was some wild. some reckless ones. Speaking uh, of LeBron, All Star Weekend, man, <coughs> the whole weekend, like how do you how do you feel about it? Um, 
And I give it. What are some of the? I give it two and a half stars. And those stars come from Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Everything else was trash. The three point contest was alright. Three point contest is just boring. If, 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 if you know how I feel mean, about it's because yeah, Cat's corny, and he's <laughs> this certain like. Nah, I, I respect Cat, but yeah, he's corny. Yeah, uh, the skills challenge. Skills I do. I do kind of. It was just I, confusing. I kind of like the format though. Yeah, I, like I having a team. That. I enjoyed that. It was the strange. format was kind of cool. I just didn't. I couldn't follow. Like they kept. They kept like. They jumped from one thing to the next. They and kept, even some of the players look confused. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't going around the like whatever it was. Um, so yeah, it was. It was kind of confusing. Uh, I never really care about the uh, celebrity game or the rookie sophomore game. I didn't watch that. But but even back in the day though, there were some. The, the, honestly, the the last one I probably watched was like when Bron and Melo were in that joint, and then like when Kyrie made Kyrie, Brandon Knight. Yeah. yeah. I like what Marshall's saying, man. They need to bring it back. Like they should have a joint like they did in '92, where they had athletes who weren't hoopers. Yeah. Do the dunk I was just, I was watching yeah. something. They had. They had a, I don't know if it was All Star Weekend, but they had like other pro pro athletes uh, participate in the dunk contest. Like Ken Griffey was in the joint, Barry Bonds, Chris Carter, Mike Conley. They had bounce too. Yeah, Mike Conley. Yeah, some nice dunks. Um, but yeah, it, it just it wasn't exciting, man. Um, the dunk contest was awful. When I saw Cole Anthony dancing and doing what he was doing, that's when I was like, all right, like. I'm about, to, I'm about to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, and then I, Sunday was was dope though. Um, the game was cool. Uh, Steph is just—he's just one of a kind, man. I've never seen anything like that. Like my guy's shooting from the logo and then turning around before it goes in. I've, I've said this. On plenty of kids. he's the most confident player I've ever, I've ever seen. Like you, <laughs> to be able to do that, like <laughs> it's beyond me, dog. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, but it's him, but it's also to me, it's a testament to coaching too. Because I mean, you have to, you have to give your player. Oh yeah, I mean like the ultimate freedom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think part of it is like he, he also does things within the offense, right? Like we get, you know, we get mesmerized by the ridiculous shots he takes and makes, but he does, he, he's also very fundamentally sound on and off the ball. So he's earned the right to like, you know, what I'm saying, do that stuff. He had six of sixteen threes. Sixteen. That's crazy, man. And he was coming off a stretch where he wasn't shooting the ball well. So, I I, I, I don't know who they play against next, but I wouldn't want to play against... I, uh, they played some I Thursday. Play um, I forget. Um, and then, obviously, Brian Internet was dope being back in Cleveland. Um, but, you know, it was cool, man. I, I, like, I like what I enjoy. Probably one of the most underrated things at All-Star Weekend is the practice. Um, which they show on NBA TV. I missed it. Yeah. I didn't get to watch most of it, but just seeing some of the highlights of it, like seeing how the guys interact, um, you know, when guys are mic'd up, like Bron and some of the coaches from the first time All-Stars. So that's usually cool for me to see. Yeah. Um, 
you know, get to see what the swag looks like. Right, right. <laughs> we all, me and Marshall joked and talk about, like, you know, you know, when, when people put the, the socks in the sweats, like, little know, what's, like, what's the, what's the swag, swag going to be like that, that you know, we, we can kind of mimic. Yeah, it forecast you know, what's, what's next, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, that, that's always cool, man, but, um, and I know we're going to get into this, but the NBA 75, again, seeing those interactions, that was dope. With the legends and, you know, the current guys. Um, Jordan, like, this... Y'all know me, I'm a LeBron guy. But this is how you know Jordan, like, just... He'll always be the GOAT, man. Go back and just look at that freaking reaction when they called his name. Like, it's different, man. In Cleveland. In Cleveland, which he's torched for years. That they shouldn't love Jordan, but... I mean, he's just, he's that dude, man. Um, so, yeah, it, it, was, it was, that, the Sunday to me was the best part. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's always something to watch. Yeah. It, you know, it keeps you entertained to a certain extent, but. Uh, it's still the best professional all-star. Yeah. You know, event. Yeah. But, like you said, it's funny because the Sunday usually was, like, the third, like, most anticipated thing. Mm-hmm. In the past, right? Dunk contest was number one. The three point contest was was still to me more like anticipated than the dunk contest. I mean, mm-hmm. than the All Star game. Um, but I kind of like that the All Star game was the best thing, even though I wish the. It's been like know, that the past couple. Ever since they started this format of like the team LeBron, right? Like it's been it's been dope. I I agree. I agree. And, and the fact that they're playing for something, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of each quarter, whoever's team wins that yeah. quarter, they donate money yeah. to, you know, a certain cause or organization, which I, I like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that, like, the game is taken more seriously. But Do they get a bonus for... Um, there's definitely I'm a... Sure there is. There's a financial incentive. I, I, I know in the NFL, it was. it was like... It was something like... The winning team gets like, like a hundred k. Losing team gets like fifty or but something. They're playing like flag football now, so I don't. Yeah, that the they need to just they need to scrap the Pro Bowl. Yeah, seven on seven. Yeah, yeah, it's it's different. Now. I would rather see that, like, because that's when you get to see like the receivers and the, and you know the the DBs match up. Like, I think that would be dope. Right. But like, come on, man, they're literally playing touch football. My only like criticism of the All Star Game. I wasn't really a big fan of the jerseys. I feel like they were just yeah, they were the colors were weird, and it yeah. was kind of just a generic jersey. I'm I'm still a big fan of yeah. representing your team. Yeah, go back to that. That would be tough. Just wearing your jersey, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, that would be I, tough. I, and then, go ahead. Money. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Sell I mean, more jerseys. Yeah, that's it. That's no, all it is. And it makes sense. They can sell an all-star patch on the, you know, mm-hmm. on the regular team jersey yeah. and sell an all-star jersey still. Another good thing about All-Star Weekend is, like, all the, like, funny memes and content that come from it. Yeah. Like, Shaq. Shaq, and then KD, I mean, uh, KG, <laughs> when, uh, when Ray Allen <laughs> dabbed up LeBron and they showed his, his reaction. Um, you know, but, like, even, like, seeing Jordan, like, interact you know, with, like, Luca and Bron and, um, you know, some of the other guys, like... Because, you know, we don't get to see that side of Jordan, man. Nah. Uh, so that 
that's always a, a joy to see. Um, obviously, I don't know about you, but I always think, man, I wish Kobe was here. Man, Especially right. seeing that picture where they had, like, the Lakers legends. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish they had, like, a 24 jersey or something when they took that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, that's something I'll never get used to, honestly. Yeah. He's, been, he's been a literally every, pretty much, like, every All-Star game since like, I was born. Yeah. Nah, and <clears throat> he was always, like, front row. You know, he's yeah. more... He's always been more visible post basketball than Jordan, mm-hmm. you know. And I, and I get it, like Jordan was more focused on his business, and he was just tired of the limelight. You yeah. know, if you watch the Last Dance, but yeah, I mean that that part obviously is is uh, it's it's tough. But I mean, it's cool to see his mentees. Mm-hmm. Like his mentees are all performing well and winning. Giannis. Um, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum. Um, I'm trying to think who else he kind of took under his wing. Kyrie. That was Kyrie. Kyrie. Um, I mean, there's many well, others. That's another one. I was like, man, I wish Kyrie was in this joint. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie would have made it. Would have made it special. Yeah. Um, Harden wasn't there. Kawhi, PG. Uh, yeah, and, and the fact that and that's the other thing. The fact that there was a lot of. Star power that wasn't there. Like Damian Key. Lillard. Damian Lillard didn't play. Yeah, damn. Um, you know, I mean, not that he's was Donovan Mitchell there. I don't think he played. I don't remember seeing him in the game. Okay. Maybe, but I don't. I don't remember seeing him. Even like a Zion, who you know, he's been to an All Star. I think he played. In he would. Yeah, he would. He would. He's a fun All Star guy. Yeah, he'd be a good All Star guy. So like the league's in a good place. Speaking of Zion, he been. They've been killing him lately. Rightfully so. I mean, yeah. But anyways, let's let's uh let's get on this uh this clock in and clock out segment, man. Um, clock in, <laughs> clock in. So for those who are new to listening, we started the segment this season, clock in or clock out. Basically, um, clock again means like yes, we're for that. Um, you know, we agree. Clock out is the opposite, right? Like we're not with it. We don't agree with it. Um, you know, we have a, 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 op, a opposite take, right? So three categories. Um, NBA 75 list. Is LeBron putting too much pressure on his son by saying that, uh, you know, he wants to play his last season with him? And then um, after the Jawan Howard incident, should we end a post-game handshake? So let's start with the NBA 75 list. Um, are you clocked in or clocked out? on that list and, and how it was put together. I mean, I don't really know how it was put together, but, like, I don't know. I I feel like there needs to be just, like, separate. There's, there needs to be tears, man. Like, I'm looking at I'm looking at this list right now. Like... Who's Bill Sharman? David, Dave Bing. Like, no disrespect to Bob Cousy, but Kyrie's destroying Bob Cousy. You're destroying Bob Cousy. Like, but that, but again, there needs to be tears. Like, he was in dri- his era. Yeah, he was a problem. Nico, he was dribbling. I mean, that's that's the case. Like, he was a problem. In his era, he was a problem. But he was so, dribbling, going left with his I right understand. hand. I understand. I get it. He I, was I, dribbling on his knees and doing. I get I it, bro. But like, yo, 
But come on, fair to just discount him because I get it. You know I get what it. I mean? Like, but like, let's let's have let's have a let's have a separate list, dog. Like, let's have the top seventy-five before the Magic and Bird. I don't know. I don't know how to do it, but but like, like, thing, I don't, I don't know like even even like Bill Walton, dog. Like, I don't know. Like, Jokic is probably way better than Bill Walton. You know, yeah, but somebody was talking. Jokic doesn't. He's been in the league, what, four years, five years? Yeah, but he's got an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on his way. He might, yeah, he's, he's on, on his, his way. way. He's on his I way. I know what you're saying. You know, like... Um, Kyrie, Kyrie not being on it, like, I feel some type of way about some that. Some of it is popularity, for sure. We were talking about this in our group chat. Tony Parker. Ooh, I ain't... Ooh, because... He's got four rings, ooh, though, and a finals MVP. Tony Parker didn't make the list? No. That's a good one. But Dame is on the list. And Dame's on it. T-Mac. Love Dame. Whoa. Love T-Mac Dame. That's, that's, that's wild. T Mac ain't on it. T Mac isn't on it. Vincent ain't on it. Clay didn't make it. Um, Ooh, but Tony Parker, that's a really Draymond. I mean, you could throw Manu in that joint too. Like, I mean, there's some names, but that, that, and I, again, going back to my point, no disrespect to those guys. They dominated in the era, but like, let's just not. Was it put together by, like, the writers of the league? How did they do it? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure it's probably the media. um, It sounds like like how they do the baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's probably the media along with, like, some NBA uh, board or something. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you can pull it up here, but... It's tough. That's just tough. It's tough. But I think, okay, if if you make the 50th, uh, anniversary team, then automatically you're on that seventy fifteen from is from what I'm seeing. If I quickly scan through it, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough. There's some names on there. Where I'm like, Kyrie would serve a lot of these people. If you're and he's 15, a champion. If you're fifteen, you're automatically on seventy. Then no, I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, that's my point. I think you can swap some <laughs> those, some of those. Exactly. Guys. But it's still tough to pick seventy five. No, nah, it is. It is. It's very tough. Years. But the Dame, the Dame one again. That's love Dame. Nice. Dame want to get you on the pod. But yeah, there's a lot of players who don't have rings that belong on there. Has, has he done more than Kyrie? I don't mind Dame. I don't mind Dame. I. How is Kyrie not on there? If Dame's on there, is well, my point. How's Russell Westbrook on there? Facts. Well, you know how I feel about Westbrook. But triple double is the stat, and that's tough to. You know how I feel about. But Westbrook. he shouldn't yeah, be yeah. on there. And I get it, but that's that's what they're saying. He, wait, wait, wait! I got another one. Should there. Carmelo be on there? Carmelo should be on there over Russell. I give him over Russ. I think Tony Parker's over all the names we just mentioned. Though. Tony, that's Tony's got to be on. That's that's a really good one. That was like T T Mag. But if you put Tony Parker, yeah, Manu should be on there. You could put Manu on there yeah, too. Bro. Is Derek Fisher on there? <laughs> Is Robert Ory on there? Nah, nah, they ain't doing enough. But I think Derek Fisher got. All I think if Melo if Melo's on there, T Mac should probably be on there. Yeah. Can I don't I don't I don't have I don't have the side by. Yeah, yeah, of course. T Mac should definitely be on that list. But again, it's what people don't. It's more. I think it's more than just. You know, basketball is branding t- towards Impact it. To the game. There's politics towards it too, um, because yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> do they take into account college too? Like, I don't, I don't know all the. 
You could you could argue. I'm seeing this right now. You could argue Dwight Howard. How many defensive players of the year does Dwight Howard have? Uh, a good amount. He's got like that's Giannis is on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Giannis Who is Dolph Shays? Dolph. <laughs> RP, uh, young Dolph man. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's just a lot of people Let's on this see. list. I'm looking up the top the the biggest names not on the list. Um, Paul, Paul Gasol, George. Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, Tony Parker, Vince what, Carter. Uh, like, when I see Paul George, I would like to see the side-by-side of Melo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Alex I'm English. Paul, I'm, I'm taking uh, Melo over Paul George, though. Yeah. Bernard Why? King. Um, <laughs> I feel like... I think, I think branding matters, though. You know I what I'm like saying? Stat line. Consistency it's, over time. Stat line, yeah, consistency. I mean, he's still playing, sure. And sure. Paul George, he fell, he fell apart. See, we need we, postseason. It's you know just yeah. I mean? We got we got to hire a stat guy, man. Uh, this is an official ad. Here, here's a here's a stat that I wanna that I wanna see. How many people on how many people have a signature shoe that aren't on this list? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. PG got think about it. Like how many Kyrie. people. Have, have a Paul, is Chris Paul on that? And I'm not talking about Chris like, Paul's on, but I'm not talking about Jeremy Lin's signature shoe. I'm talking <laughs> no, about like, no, 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 like, like people yeah, rocking these sales. Yeah, now, you could get robbed for these. Yeah. You got some yeah. sales, but uh, also that signature shoe ain't what it used to be. You know, it it's not. I'm not like, talking about the like the Jason Tatum's or like the Zion's. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about like I'm trying to think uh, who, who's a good example of somebody who had a signature shoe. Kyrie? Like Grant Hill. Is he on this list? With the logo. Grant yeah. isn't on there now. He has a signature shoe. Grant Hill's not on the list. I don't think so. I seen South Lakes on TV the other day. They were showing some Grant Hill highlights. Is Grant on? I don't think I don't he think is. he's on the list. No, I don't think he is. Uh, Grant's in the hall, though, right? He's, he's in, in the, the hall. hall. Um, you know, I mean, you see how many Hall of Famers are Grant's, on the list. Grant, you could argue Grant, too. But I, look, like I said, I think it's more to it, right? Like, Chris Paul, Chris Paul should be on it, um, but I mean, Chris Paul's been like president of the of the Players Association for X amount of years. Yeah, he's probably got some pull. He could probably vouch for his banana boat guy, Carmelo. Right, LeBron can back for Melo. Ray um, Allen to me, that's a, that's another interesting one because what is he like? I mean, he's got how many rings does he have? He has right? two, two no, rings. He's got a couple rings. He had a he had a three point he had a three point record. Yeah. All time. He's Number over all two, the things bro. we mentioned. And he's Jesus Shuttlesworth. Maybe Tony Parker. Maybe Tony. And he's Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, facts. So, yeah, but no, but no, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying like you shouldn't be on it. I'm just saying like nah, you you compare him to like Dwight Howard and his and what he's done in his position. He's got more impact. Chris Bosh. Same thing. Dwight got a ring too. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying like again. I'm not saying that like you know again that he shouldn't be on. I'm just saying like what Clay Thompson has been able to do, what Kyrie's been able to do, Manu like Ray Allen's resume isn't like that much better. I put Ray over Clay at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I think yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I think those players I, that you name just need more time, bro. 
So, I mean, I didn't I didn't answer the question fully, but obviously I'm clocked out on it. Um, yeah, me to me, the all-decade the all team is really the only, like, way to subjectively, yeah. or objectively, I should say, um, segment out the errors, right? Like, in this era, who were the best players, right? How many would you have on that team? 20? Honestly, you could... Because if you do 10, you're going to leave it a lot of freaking great people. To me, it should be by positions. Like, who are the top 10 in of that position in that era? Or top 5 in, the, in that position in that era? Yeah. Right, who are the top 5 shooting guards of the 80s? Who are the top 5 shooting guards of the 70s? Or top 10 or whatever. 10 may be too much, but let's just say top 5. You really have... To me, there's there's... The era shouldn't start before the '60s. Like if you play, like if you're on this list before, like the this, you know, like the '60s Celtics teams and stuff like that. <laughs> if you're Lakers. making forty thousand dollars playing in the NBA, you shouldn't be on any of these. No, no, for sure. If, if yeah, like yeah, no, no. So even even like when it's greatest of all time, like like well, I'm sorry, I can't. You're not on. Any of these lists, my guy. Like separate list. Will Bill Russell separate separate list. Um, Kareem Kareem was Kareem was tough. Kareem might be the like, I guess because he, he's he still played in like late eighties, right? Yeah, he played up into the nineties. Did he? So he, he was, was on the team that Jordan and then beat. Eras, bro, because so, he got people who played in three eras. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, Will wasn't nice. Yeah. Well, you saying Will wasn't nice? He was nice, but he's not putting the numbers up. Dog, what? Would, hold on, what was averaging like thirty, like, like forty dog, sixty rebound games, like crazy stats? He's not doing that in today's NBA. It's like you got to put him in another list, dog. Yeah, man, there was no shot clock. No shot clock. They created three seconds because like yeah. Will probably had sex with ten girls before the game, Have like. Fun. Come on, man. Were they playing 82 games back I don't then? Know. I, I know that there were dudes who were doing drugs during that time. Oh, they were smoking. Jordan said it. He was like, man, they were smoking cigs at halftime. And, and guess what they were getting it from? The coaches. The coaches, yeah. <laughs> and this was in the 80s. Right. When Jordan first got in the league. Yeah, man. It's just different, man. It's, yeah. just, it's different. Clock in family, Aham here. Appreciate you all for making it this far into the episode. If you enjoy our content, we've got something special for you. Check out patreon.com slash clock in or download the Patreon app that's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N and search clock in the podcast. You'll have a chance to become a subscriber of the podcast for access to bonus episodes, merchandise discounts, and much more. Only at $5.10 a month. The link is also in the podcast description. All right, I'll shut up now and let y'all get back to it. Peace. I think that's the that's the only way to do it. Separate separate list. Just do errors, man. All right, next one. um, LeBron said that he is going to uh, play for whatever team his son plays on for his last season. Are you are you clocked in on that approach? Are you clocked out? I'm clocked in on it. I mean, 
we saw Ken Griffey's dad play with his son. I don't know how it happened, but I mean, LeBron, he said it like it's not about money, like it's about legacy, right? Like, if I had the opportunity to play with my son and I'm like 42, when I'm probably not playing at a super high level, but I can say like, yo, I got to play with my son. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. You're clocked. You're clocked I'm, out on. I'm clocked in on the idea and the dream, and the the metaverse. I guess reality that uh, that 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 could happen. But I'm not. I'm clocked out that Bronny will be good enough to be in the NBA at let's see, 2024. That he should be. Know. That he should be in the NBA. I, I don't really. I don't think he's he's. He's good, but should he be in the NBA? I mean, at this point, based on the trajectory, I, I don't, I don't see it. Not like on an NBA, maybe G League, <laughs> but like on a top fifteen NBA roster. So you're you're just clocked out on the fact that you don't think Bryant's good enough to get there. Yeah, I, I, be, I mean, I think that. I like the idea, like obviously, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. and his dad, but Ken Griffey was that dude. Like he was he was that guy. Um, he was better than his dad. But to me, it does a couple things. It you're pretty much uh saying that if he doesn't make it to the NBA, like like that's gonna be a problem, right? Like he like you're 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 pretty much stamping like, oh, he's gonna be in the NBA whether he earns it or not. Um, that's the first thing. Number two, Bronny, I mean, the guy has, like, his own... He has his own brand now. Like, he's his own dude. He may not even... That may not even be what he wants to do, right? Like, he he may not... Like, basketball may not be the love of his life. Like, that may not be the thing that he wants to pursue long-term. But now that that's out there, I feel like he may think, oh, I have to do this now. Right, not that I want to do it, um, and then I, from a, a, a like NBA perspective, right? Um, yes, it's a great story, and you know it would be dope, obviously. But you're pretty much, and I can say this as a Kobe fan, right? His last year was a waste, like pretty much as a like you know, from financially for the Lakers developmentally for the young players it was more so just uh like hey man we're gonna go out you know on the right terms with you so it's just kind of like you're gonna put a franchise hold a franchise pretty much hostage right after you leave lebron after you retire then what happens to Bronny, right like are they gonna keep him should they keep him um so that's why i'm clocked out on it It's, it's not that you know I don't like the idea of them playing together. It's just, I don't think he's good enough right now. Like, Zaire Wade shouldn't be in the G League. Like, Zaire Wade comes to this uh, Lifetime League, he's not, he's he's not gonna, though, I mean, you know, he's not gonna kill you know better. He's not killing me. You know better than anyone, dog. Like, it's not about talent, man. It's just like any other corporation, like, you know, lineage matters. Um, if, Bronny wants to play in the NBA. He'll freaking play in the NBA. That's just what it is. I don't know, cause I mean, 
He's going to play Mar- in the NBA. Michael Jordan's kids weren't scrubs at basketball. But I don't... But they, like, like they Jordan play but, in the NBA. But if Jordan wanted to get them in the in the D League and get them on a roster, he could have done it, right? So I think again, like I don't know, I don't know their path if they wanted to do that, but yeah, that, yeah he definitely could have did. And that's my point. Like Bronny may not want that, and there's still an element as a person of earning it, right? Um, like, is Bronny gonna feel like is he gonna be better as a person for not deserving to be in the NBA but being in the NBA? If he's looking at it as, as purely a business decision, like, I'm going to get my one to two years, then I'm done. All right, I'm cool with that. Like, yo, this is all strategic. But if he's, if he, like, wants to actually be a good basketball player, not a good basketball player, but an NBA-level basketball player, but he doesn't get to that point, but he still makes it, to me, LeBron's hurting him more than he, he's helping him as, as a you know, from a personal growth perspective. Yeah, but I'm not in the kid's household. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know his training. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, that's just my perspective. Um, last one, last clock in the clock out. Uh, after the Jawan Howard incident, there should be an end to post-game handshake. So there's those who don't know who weren't paying attention over this weekend, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin had a game. Uh, Michigan uh, was losing, and the coach called a timeout for whatever reason. I don't remember why but well, Jawan Howard didn't like it because they were well they were he called a timeout well I don't know, know the exact reason but they were down like 15 or something or 12 and they were pressing and they had their bench guys in I think that's why he called a timeout could be yeah so and he, and you can look at it on the other side like why are you pressing right down 12 he, he obviously was salty with like so yeah it's it's there, there's some animosity between them too. Yeah, had to have been, had to have been. Um, For sure. So in the in the handshake line, Juwan Howard kind of tries to like walk past the Wisconsin coach, and the Wisconsin coach grabs his arm like like yo like you're not about to just walk by me, and then Juwan Howard says something to him. Juwan Howard, him. this is and there's there's a I don't know, uh, who tweeted it, but there's like raw footage. As he's shaking his hand and he's not, or he's not looking at him, he's like, "I'm gonna remember that shit." Excuse my French. Then that's when the coach grabs him, and then that's when they get into it. Basically saying, when he called that timeout, like, "I'm gonna, re- I gotta yeah, remember that." Yeah, yeah. So Jawan, I guess you could say he initiated it, but verbally he initiated it. But then the coach like grabbed him, which is uncalled for. So that's what happened. Yeah, and and then it it escalated. And I, I still don't know why he did it, but Jawan Howard is one of those like if anyone's ever seen or been in like a like an altercation where you're people are trying to hold you back, and then you just like you just swing and just try to hit something. I want to know. Well, he he swung and, and he basically smacked the. It was more like a mush. coach. It yeah, it wasn't like a people. He threw a punch. Nah, it was like a. Like, yeah, he mushed him. I used to mush you back. <laughs> Freak no. <laughs> Freak no. Uh, so then there's guys like Kendra Perkins, like, this is why post-game handshakes are outdated and nobody wants to shake hands after a loss. So I'm clocked out on that, man. Like, come yeah. on, man. Come on now. Let's not be prisoners in the moment. Come on. Like, because of 
you know, a bad situation. So clarify, you're clocked out on what? On them ending post game handshakes because of this incident. So you're or clocked in on post game. Yeah, I am. Thanks for thanks for leaving. I just want to make sure. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, because no, nah, that's good because it could have been confusing. Um, Tom Izzo responded today because they asked him about it. And yeah, he kept it a bug. He was like, "Look, we're already not teaching these kids anything, right? We're t- right now, hey man, you need to go to class to be eligible and to just be a good student athlete like you committed to be. All right, well, I'm, I don't want to do that. I'm going to transfer." <laughs> I don't like that this coach is being hard on me. I'm going to transfer. You know, like, what are we teaching the kids if we can't take a loss? We got our butt beat. We can't look a man in the eye and say, good game. Right. As long as it's fair and square, what what reason do you have to not do it? So I think it just shows how how far society has gone when it comes to just... What happens when everybody has a voice? Like, when social media gives everyone an opportunity to chime in on something and then now it kind of takes you know precedence in, in a in a way no like that's ridiculous the game was built on you know competitive but also sportsmanship right like that's what that's what you teach kids you know at the age of five like sportsmanship johnny gotta have good sportsmanship and it carries on to the pros right so why would you get rid of that that's just Nah, don't be a prisoner in the moment, man, because of one bad situation. Like, I saw freaking uh, Georgetown was playing um, in China for a, uh, you know, overseas trip. And they got into, like, a big brawl. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. It was, like, a big brawl. Yeah. Right? Like, are we just are people just not going to go take trips and play other teams because of one situation? One no. Like, it happened in the heat of the moment. I mean, that's just freaking life. Humans, man, and, and the Pistons got crucified for not shaking the bull, the Bulls' hands, right? Yeah, that was, that was such a big deal. Exactly. So now like, we want to say, oh, now I don't think we should do it anymore. Yeah. Because, nah, man. Like you, you have to learn. Learn to take it. How out. to have class, man? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a part of the game to be able to talk trash, compete, whatever, and then whatever happens inside those lines. Look, man, it was a good battle. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's move on. Um, but yeah, it's just we're in a time where um, it's about it's about you, man. It's not even about what's right. It's about well, what do I what do, what do I feel like doing? Because that's that's all based on feelings. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like shaking their hand because I'm mad that we lost. Yeah. Well, freaking do something about it, <laughs> like. Learn from it, compete, study it, and then go back in and and try to win. That that's that's all you can do, man. Um, yeah. So yeah. Either way, I mean, it was uncalled for on on both sides. Um, Jawan's better than that. He's uh, I, I like to think he's a you know stand up guy. Um, he's from the hood though, and you don't. Here's yeah. a lesson though for yeah. for for those who yeah, it's he, Black History Month. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I know that you know the world is woke now and, and diversity and inclusion. You don't, you but can't, you don't test the brothers now. Yeah, you okay, can't you didn't. Not can't, like not like that. Did, After he, you could see that he was clearly bothered. Yeah, you you don't. Know, there's certain things you you don't you don't 
You don't say certain stuff to the brothers. You don't, you don't touch the brothers. You don't yeah. touch the brothers' food. You don't, you don't talk about the brothers' girls. Radio. Okay. Yeah, you, you just you don't you don't touch the shoes. Cause uh, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> other cultures, y'all, y'all do things to each other that they don't fly. We we not we, we're not rocking like that. Don't right know. or wrong, it's just you got. You got and he's from Detroit. You feel what I'm saying? Sitcom class. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. that's what I meant to do. <laughs> let's get to a couple main topics and then we'll, we'll be out of here. Um, so I saw this this uh, post on Instagram and um, it was interesting, man. It really got me thinking, it, and it's really around college sports recruiting um, and and how you should make your decisions right. But I think it really applies to, to life. The post said, surefire way to know what level you are as a player is to evaluate the offer you have. If majority are mid-major, you're probably that. If all are D2 and you have one D1, your best fit is probably D2. So what I wanted to bring up is, should you base your level on your, your offers or what the outside evaluators are saying about you? Or should you bet on yourself? Right? So how do you feel about that? I mean, you you went through a more, like, realistic recruiting experience, right? I, I didn't go through, through what you went through. Um, and I know that um, you got some later offers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you could have easily, you know, gone both ways and be like, look, well, I think I'm a higher D1, so I'm going to go prep and see if I can get higher, a higher offer, or, you know, you could have just taken the, the offers that you got. So, interesting to know your perspective, and then I'll, I'll touch, touch on kind of how I feel about it. It's simple, and we talked about this, uh, I don't know if it was a couple pods ago. It's about fit, man. That's all it comes down to. It's about fit. The... The school that is offering you, is it going to be a good fit for you basketball-wise, but also, you know, academically, but is the school a good fit for you, right? That doesn't matter what level you're at. Yeah, you can get caught up in the hoopla of Division One, or, you know, you may get an extra pair of shoes or gear, but is it, is it, is it a fit right for you, right? From a basketball standpoint, can I excel in this coach's system, right? You know, coaches, they're going to they're gonna tell you all the things that you want to hear, right? But it's up to you to figure out, okay, from a basketball standpoint, can I accept, do, does my talent allow me to, to succeed in, in, in what they're doing? And if the answer is no, then that's not a good fit for you. But it's also, all right, what are your goals? Yeah. Right? If your goal is to play at the next level, at the pro level, well, I know if I go to Division One, I'm probably going to be the third option. Okay, but if I go to, maybe it's a lower Division One, then I'm the one or two option. My chances are probably a little bit higher if I'm the one or two option at a lower Division One because I'm going to have the freaking ball in my hands and... I mean, look at C.J. McCollum, look at Steph, look at Dame. John Morant. John Morant. Like, they're going to find you, man. But, you know, it's about fit. 
So, like, and I tell kids all the time, man, and this it's actually fitting because a lot of kids are in this situation when it comes to AAU teams. Yeah. Um, especially around this time because, you know, high school seasons are, are finishing. And, again, I was in this similar situation where, you know, I wanted to play on, you know, the EYBL team takeover team. But I knew if I would have played on that team, I would have been like ninth or tenth man on the bench, right? Um, I think I could have earned my my way to playing, uh, you know, more minutes. But you just never know. But I chose the other route to have the ball in my hands, be able to showcase, you know, all of my abilities. And like I said, I had coaches calling the EYBL coach, asking about me. So I know I was rambling, but it. It always comes down to fit, man. It always comes down to fit. Yeah, no, I, I, I get your point, man. For me, I think it's situational. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Um, I can give you my perspective based on my experience and a couple other people's as well. So, I mean, for those of you who like want to hear our full basketball story, episode 10, The Goods, right? Um I mean, I didn't play one game of varsity my junior year, which is the most important year uh, in high school basketball, right? That's where you start to draw interest, get offers. Didn't play one game. I didn't play AAU going into my senior year. Um, Why was that? Um, I partially tore my ACL in January of... Um, Did you, didn't you try out for Stars? Fairfax Stars, but I wasn't, I wasn't like, in basketball shape yet. Um... Did you play any AAU that year? No, and a part of it was because we had a we had, we had a spring league, mm-hmm. summer league, and a fall league. We had two we had two summer leagues. Yeah, we had a uh, spring league, and then we had a fall, a fall league. So um, I knew I was going to be getting game reps, and I needed to get back into right. into the swing of things. Right. Um. So all that to say, my senior year. There weren't any expectations of me to even, like, be a contributor, let let alone play in college. Um, However, that was my goal, which speaks to your point of, like, knowing your goals. And I had put in the work, and I had the talent to be able to play at the next level, right? So, in my situation, it it wasn't – there was no – I wasn't getting any offers. There was nothing – there was nothing to even base my level my level on, yeah. right? But some people like me, it's just like you're late bloomers or you just don't have the right opportunity at that moment to showcase what you can really do. And there are kids who, you know, literally one game gets them an offer. All it takes is one game, right? Um, so there are kids out there like that. I'm not the – I'm the – Exception, not the rule, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very rare that a kid who doesn't play one game of of uh, varsity on uh, as a junior and doesn't start most of the or at least half of the senior season gets to play in college. Um, so don't base that just, just off of me. But there's guys like like Blake Francis, who was the opposite of me, high school wise. Like had a great high school career, won the state championship, was the best player, had all these accolades. But I think a lot of it was based on his size. He didn't get any Division I offers um, during his senior season. And afterwards, 
he got uh, an offer to, to go to Wagner College, right? So he could have said, all right, I'm going to go JUCO or prep, which I think he was going to go prep. Um, but he decided, you know what, I think I'm good enough to be a contributor. And his freshman year, he had a good year. He averaged like seven or eight points. Sophomore year, got up to like, I want to say like 12, 13. Transferred to Richmond. He was the main guy, I think, his sophomore year. Yeah. I remember talking to his dad and, you know, because I would try to help him out. We, we worked out. And uh, I remember just saying, like, yeah, all, we, all we need is one. All we need is one. Yep. And part of that is is fit, right? He went to a school in Wagner where they let you – they let yeah, guys they let him, come off the go. dribble. It's a guard-driven offense. He earned – Blake earned it. But, like you said, he, he went to a, a, a spot where, all right, they knew he had some ability – and we're gonna give him the opportunity, and he yeah. took advantage of the opportunity. And like you said, I mean, it's, everyone's everyone's situation is different, man. But just don't get caught up in the flashing lights and you know this and that. Um, and you got to really look yourself in the mirror, break down your game, know all right. This is what um, this is what I I can do to succeed. And if that cause doesn't present that to you. It's not the good. It's not the right spot for you. And sometimes, it's not even this. The part of this is fit, right? But it's not even a talent thing, right? It's what role does that team need to be filled? Yeah. Right. There, there are a lot of talented guys. I'll say this: there, there are guys who I played Division Three against, right? And. uh Skill wise, I'm like, yo, he's better than that dude who plays Division One. Man, what? But that was, <laughs> but that'd be the case with, on on your own team. No, for sure. And it, you talked to you talked to Quinn after games uh, at, when we played Duke. He'd be like, yo, like Austin needs to have the ball in his hands more. Like he would literally. He, he said literally that. Told you that. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I don't know why they weren't. People like again, they know, man. But again, that just wasn't my. My piece in the puzzle in, for that team. For that team, um, so. are there more skilled like big men than I don't know some of these guys who are six nine but just can't do it? Yeah, like I know some Division three bigs, Division two bigs who are way more skilled, but yeah. they just they don't need that. They need a rebounder and a, and a rim protector. Um, another thing, man, I wanted to bring up. This happened to me. Uh, this weekend, man, and, and I'm sure you have a similar similar story. So, there's this kid. Uh, his name is his name is Zeke. Um, he came to our free back to school clinic in, uh, in in September of last year. Um, single single parent home. Um, you know, has been playing travel for the last few few years, and has always kind of been like the guy who has some raw talent, but like. Couldn't really put it all together, you know what I mean, uh, up until, you know, this season, really. We started working together after that clinic. And um, when his mom reached out um, to see if one of us could train him, uh, she was confused about which brother was responding, right? So I responded. And when she met me in person, she was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like you because... <laughs> We had stations at that clinic, <laughs> and I was uh, doing the triple threat station. 
And um, one thing, if you if you work with me, I'm not gonna let you just go through the motions. And same with you. I'm I'm gonna like I'm not I'm not trying to be you know anal for lack of better terms, but. If I know if you do that in the game, it's not going to work. I'm not going to let you continue to keep doing it. Because to me, like, I'm doing you a disservice. Yeah, I'm not preparing you. you. Your, your mom paid for this. For sure. But a lot of trainers aren't like that. They don't care. Oh, yeah. So he, he, wasn't doing a, he wasn't doing something right. And I corrected him like three times in a row until he got it right. And his mom was like, yeah, I thought, I thought you were being mean to him. So... She really, in the beginning, like, wasn't really rocking with me. Um, we started working together in October. Um, fast forward to now, right? Um, I've gone to two games, and he plays for Fairfax Travels, a seventh grade team. Um, they're in the Division Two league, but they're they could be in the Division One league. They're the number one team in the league. He's the second best player on the team now. Um, he he had a he had thirty eight points last week. Thirty eight. <laughs> the game I saw him play, uh, first game I saw him play, he had like and all the parents are like that don't know me, but you know his mom is introducing me. The goods, baby. That's free ad. Uh, all, all his, um, all his, his teammates' parents, they're like, yeah, Zeke is like a different player. Yeah. And here's the thing: it's not, it's not all because of me, right? He's coachable, he listens, and he's applying what I'm teaching him in the game, and he works on this stuff outside of you know our sessions because you can't get better if you just work with me for an hour or work with anybody for an hour. Once or twice a week. Um, but my point is. You know, now she's like she's like my biggest like ambassador. She's, you know, trying to throw different clients my way, and um, there are a lot of parents out there and kids who, when they when they have somebody who's hard, who who you know seems like they're being mean, right? In this world today, like you got everything has to be rainbows and sunshine. They they run from that. Um, they, cha- you know, people who challenge them and, 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 and really push them to be better because we we had some times where he didn't really like he was frustrated and I know you have kids like this too um, but the point the message is whether you're in a situation right now where you have a, a boss, a coach, a parent a sibling who is really trying to like pull the best out of you or you have a kid who's in that situation don't run from that, man. Like, I'm telling you, it will, if you stick with those people, because it shows that they care. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're, you'll see the, 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 the fruit of that at some point. So I wanted to bring that up because I went to their game last Saturday and um, she was talking, you know, she was talking to uh, the head coach while I was like around. And uh, she's like, yeah, I didn't like Marshall. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, well, that's because you thought your son was LeBron James when he was <laughs> LeJuan, LeJuan, uh, <laughs> LeJuan Lames. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, look, parent 
what parents need to understand is obviously it's your kid and you have your own bias, but um, it, it's gonna come. It's gonna come to a certain point where your kid's not gonna be the best at whatever it is, right? And it's up to that kid, right, to understand and humble himself to say, "Hey, man, I need. I like. I need work." And I think the kid, most importantly, he 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 realized that that I'm not what my mom thinks I am. Because mom's always going to think you're the best. The best. But he needed you to say, hey, look, man, you're not even close. And he probably was like, that was probably a gut punch to him. Um, but now look at him. He's scoring 38 points. If you would have told me he was would have scored 38 points when I saw him last year, I would have been like, was he playing against fourth graders? Yeah, honestly, I the, the way that he's been playing, the way that you know, his mom has been sharing with me and some of the other people. Um, I wasn't expecting it. No. You know, he surprised me. And it's not, like I said, this isn't just because of me. Um, another cool thing, man. Uh, you know Coach Burns, Nova Cavs. Who? Coach Burns, the um, coach who uh, oh, yeah, Nova yeah, Cavs yeah. did the OTA joint mm-hmm. with us. So, so he's a South Lakes assistant. South Lakes assistant. Went to South Lakes. And... Like, he, he doesn't play. Like, he knows the game. He coaches, mm-hmm. you know, at a high level when it comes to, like, his standards and stuff like that. So, um, cool thing is, man, uh, his mom, Zeke's mom, was like, yeah, he's trying, trying out for this Nova Cavs team. And I was like, you know the coach? He's like, yeah, I think his name is Coach Burns. And she said there's, there's 30 kids trying out for three spots. And... She was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna make it." Which is a fair. Hopefully, they're gonna be they're gonna be a B team. Nah, nah. Because you know he already has like his core. Yeah, yeah. He had um, a nice little mob. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's pretty much that. But there's three spots left, and you know if you're a parent or a friend, whoever, really be careful about what you say in the in the seeds that you plan. Because she was like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be tough." You know, I don't. He's tried out for other teams, and we've been in the same situation, and you know, it didn't work out. I was like, "Look, man, there's 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 three spots left. Figure out how you can be that three. That's just you can't you can't control the other twenty nine people. Like, just do what you need to do." And um, she hit me up a week later and was like, "He made the team," and he was like. So, so yeah, man. I wanted to shout Zeke out because, um, yeah, he's he's doing big things, man. And and he he's not a ball hauler. He plays the right way. Um, there's some things we got to work he's on. Got a man. chance to be a really good defender. Yeah. If, if there's anything, any reason why he made the team, it's probably because of that. Oh yeah, Coach Burr. I, t- I texted Coach. And I was gonna tell him, I tell you, like, yeah, that kid. Um. One thing that I would challenge, this is more so for the players, like, you know there's an opportunity for a spot and there's only three spots. What do you guys need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you, out of these three spots, what do you need? Yeah. And the coaches will be honest with you. Hey, we need a shooter. We need the defender. We need a rebounder. Okay. Well, come trial time, when you guys start scrimmaging, who's the best player? I'm locking them up. Yep. All right. I'm 
I'm getting every rebound. I'm getting every loose ball. I'm talking. Those are the things that that'll separate you. Little things from that, you know, twenty-seven kids, and it looks like he did that. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout it, out to him. Yeah, it was dope to um, see, man. And uh, got him. Got him. Actually made the uh, Nova ninety-four A team. Sheesh. Which I was like, dang. So he's like, he's like going to circuits. Um, so that was pretty cool. And they're, the cool thing is they're like good friends too. Are they? Yeah, they go yeah. to Rachel because he goes to Rachel Carson with. Yeah, with I mean, got him can play, man. He's. Uh, I mean, he's a gym rat. So, I mean, if he continues to, to do what he's doing, get a little stronger, he has a chance to be a college basketball player, in my opinion. Yeah, he. he so, did, I know he's not playing travel. Has he played AAU before? Uh, I, I think so. I, I think like, he has. not like. But he didn't. I know he didn't play travel, but he, I don't think he's really played it like that. Like real AAU. Yeah. Have you guys had any, like, just tough? Tough moments where you had to like, yeah, all the time. I mean, he's he's more like a little brother to me. You know, he's one of those kids that will like try to talk trash to you. So like, I mean, I'll I'll tell him straight up, like, dog, like, you're not even close, man. You're not even close. Like, I would have I would have ate you up for breakfast. <laughs> That's facts for breakfast. So, but yeah, man. I mean, the goods. Uh, that's that's why we we started what we started because I mean, we know what it takes to get to certain levels. Um, not only from a basketball standpoint, but like just the mindset. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna continue to do it, man. And you know, we start uh, spring off season. Yeah. Uh, March second. So, hope to see yeah. y'all. Come rock with us, hope man. To see y'all out there. Come rock with us. Yeah. Last thing, just to wrap it all up. Um, just go go places where you can apply your apply what you're learning, um, maximize your skill set, and be challenged, man. I, I think that's a that's a life thing. Whether that's your job, the people you're around, uh, whatever you're doing, man. Like think about those those three things. Where can I? If it's too easy, <laughs> get out of there. Not gonna be better. You know, where, where can you apply what you're learning? Right. I feel like this generation. With social media, we, we have the most knowledge, but we apply it the least. We just have a bunch of people that know how to sound smart, right? And, and sound like they know what they're talking about. So go to places where you can apply it. Um, figure out where your skill set is needed, like Austin mentioned, and where you can maximize it and grow it. Um, and then where you can be challenged to work on your weaknesses because, you know, that that's what's going to separate you from winning and losing you know those little things so appreciate y'all i know this is a basketball focused podcast but that's who we are man and um if you search deep enough you'll get something from it so as always man it's a pleasure episode 65 
We gotta keep them diapers on. That's what yeah, we gotta yeah, facts, on. facts. God we gotta keep please. the lights on in the, in the apartment, not the studio. <laughs> the, the studio <laughs> lights are free. Shout out to Crash Fellowship. Let the Dragonfly Jones. <laughs> oh, the Dragonfly Jones episode. He's like, yo, Dragonfly man, I, I need to pay my light bill. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Silence. <laughs> man punched him. Stole his money. So right. Any questions? They're like, no, 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 no. 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 All right, y'all, we out. Peace. We put in work and here's the proof. What you want? I'm making moves, punching in. I'm on it too. I'm in the gym. I'm in the stool. It's hunting season. Where's the food? We push each other daily. Level up. Because that's what brothers do. Clock in. 